he would write letters and send all sorts of all sorts of um it, I, I was trying to say emails that's not true telegrams he would <laughs> he would try to get money from them he would try to extract money from them telegrams the og emails get out of my room hey sisters hey sisters this is gretchen and jesse and welcome to the podcast with stories about sisters told by sisters for everyone everyone i'm so glad we've settled on that because yeah that was, like, that was a hard thing for a while even though it's like been our podcast cover since before we started saying that um <laughs> we, we just forgot about it for a solid like three we, months we don't frequently look at our podcast cover right no plus we really want to get that new new art yes we do if you are a fantastic artist especially um graphic art graphic art specifically graphic art because we need something like not like basic. not photo editor but like drawing vector yes, yes. okay so I'm here's the words out there save as eps we, that kind of stuff <laughs> we need that 80s brown fisher price tape recorder we're just going to stop there because we if you, say if that like the intersection of really good graphic artists and people who know that <laughs> that's what i'm saying no we need that person if there's a person out there who's like i doodled that on my notebook i had that as a tattoo yes look if you do it i will if if we find someone to draw it i will get it tattooed i will too i absolutely will we actually have a tattoo for the podcast planned we what we do yeah when you were visiting me that we one were, time I don't remember we got this. our party hats our felt party hats Oh, yes, 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 yes. Which if you haven't seen our felt party party hats, you need to get on our Instagram and check them out. Um, mm -hmm. But it's the sound wave pattern for oh, by, sis yeah. by, by sisters about sisters and for. But at that point in time, it was funny because it was us saying one of us said body and one of us said one. And so the end of the sound is like just. Blah, blah, blah. Yes, I like that. I kind of just want the everyone body everyone body everybody everyone, one yeah that one everyone's bodies that got everyone's weird. bodies are welcome yeah they're welcome but i don't think that, that overlaps for with, their bodies well that overlaps with my other platform of body freedom oh it do it do overlaps it does <laughs> all right today well first of all how are you i'm good i am not so like I went straight from doing a show and I was like, I'll take some time off. It took 20 minutes. Mom was here for an extended period of time. Um, like she'd planned to just be here for the weekend, but she ended up having to stay for another week and a half. And then I went straight into costume work for a local haunted house called Blue Ridge Nightmares. So I'm having a lot of fun, but I'm realizing like I'm just hitting the ground running everywhere in my life, which isn't bad. I just really, en I enjoy that. But it's sometimes that, I'm it's like that time of year, man. It is. It is. I had my eldest start kindergarten royally screwed up the first day of school. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how. I do know how. Like what? So, in what way? Deal. So you can drop your kids off if they're in kinder or first grade the first two days because it's a dual language program. So they have two different teachers. Wait, if I drop them off, you mean walk in with them? Yeah, walk in with them. I'm sorry. Okay, because to me, dropping a kid off is like, get out of the car, bye, see no, you later. Sorry, no. That's what we're going to do now. But no, you got to walk them in. My bad. So first day, I get there like not too early, and there is a line. I'm talking like 
wait for the newest Disney World ride line to get in the building because you have did to you show wear your, your ID. Did you wear your magic pass? Did you get a, a fast pass? I, no, I band? totally forgot to get a fast pass. Oh, so man. you have to like get your give your ID and everything. So this line is forever long, and my younger one was not going to have it and was going to run out in traffic because she was like already losing her mind. And my eldest was getting more and more and more anxious by the second. And I was like, we can't wait in this line for like an hour. Like this is going to be too much for her. She was ready to walk in the building. So there's a side door. And I asked one of the teachers, can they go in this door? Because I thought it was the kindergarten hall. It was fifth grade. Well, it doesn't matter what grade it was because (laughs) I don't even know. I knew kindergarten was on a hall. Yeah. I didn't pay attention that much at parent teacher. So but there's like another teacher walking in. So I let her walk in with that teacher and then went about my merry way all day. Oh, Literally no. she gets in the car at the end of the day and was like, mom, I, this is her first word to me, like didn't even buckle in. So this is how much it was weighing on her. Mom, I looked for you and I left the building and I walked back outside and you weren't anywhere. I was like, okay. You left that morning? Me. Yeah. So apparently... I, I don't know, like, I can't imagine they actually let her leave the building. I think they, that she maybe tried to walk back out of the building. Uh, what it sounds like is she didn't really know where she was going. They didn't realize she was a kindergartner. So part of this has to do with the fact that she is a solid head taller than everyone in her class. Oh, uh, so they probably couldn't figure out where She's she was supposed to be. Not and she a didn't have the word. And she didn't yeah. know her teacher. And so I think what happened was it probably wasn't that big for like the staff, but they didn't know who she was or where she belonged or I just, yeah, it was just one of those things. That's hard. Yeah. But that's okay. Cause the second day, so second day, I didn't know this thing about the ID cause I'm, I was just used to, I don't know what I was used to, but I was thinking like bag search. I wasn't thinking. So I don't, I didn't have my ID with me and I went to walk around the second day. <laughs> Oh, They're like, sorry, no. ma'am, you don't have your ID. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't know how this is. This is like my last chance. And so God sent his angel, Miss, I think her name was, in the front who saw what was happening and saw this like whole thing go down. And she snuck me a visitor's pass. She's we like, should we probably are- bleep her name out so she doesn't get in trouble. I know. She's like, we are not starting her day off like this. They even went and got like an eighth grader to, at first to see if she would like go to class, like have an eighth grader, like walk her to class. So anyway, that sounds like the coolest thing in like a few weeks, she's going to realize how cool the eighth graders are. And she's going to be like, mom, I know, I know. Well, I, I'm just like, oh God, I feel like this is one of those times as a parent that you're like, I'm probably going to hear about this. Like when they bring significant others home for holidays, um, they're probably going to tell their own children the story. Like this is just the first of, I'm sure many, moment when they have when they have taken over hey sisters podcast when we retire and those two are running it this is going to be their first story it was remember mom on your first day of school yeah i don't even and i i can't wait to hear her version of it but at least mine is documented pretty close to the actual time it happened yeah but it's funny so um our aunt christina who social worker does private client work um with certain types of therapies i <laughs> kind of text her about it she's like Instead of asking yourself, why did I do that? She said, well, ask yourself, why did I do that? And I was like, no, you're exactly right. I did because I also had a two-year-old who was trying to run out yeah. into traffic. And this was not, it's just, it wasn't a really safe place to be waiting because it was where all the parents were going and driving. And it just wasn't like, 
it was basically chaos. And I wish we would have just done the driveline from day one. And I would have never said anything about walking her in. Not that I didn't love that, but yeah. Also, you've never heard wailing like a kindergarten hallway on the second day of school. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have because I've been in the kindergarten hallway on the second day of school. I can't I just, be anywhere I don't know near that. that they, it's funny because she came home with like basically coloring sheets for the first two days. And I'm sure it's just because they needed some kids to do something while the rest just cried. Like, I mean, legit crying. Oh, so honestly, yeah. I'm like, you know, she probably didn't love it. But dang, that made her really strong. Yeah, it did. To walk into that side door with her chaotic mother kissing her goodbye and shoving her through the door on her first day of kindergarten. Like an eighth grade teacher. (laughs) It was worst, worst mother move ever. But that's okay. Yeah, she she survived it. Yeah, she's she's still be fine. Totally fine. She'll be great. Yeah, I had a kid in Sunday school this morning who just started kindergarten. He decided to show me every single time he fell down. So he's showing me like pulling up his little pink jeans, showing me his skin knee. And I was just like, okay. I also am learning all these rules, all these like, you know, they have a million and one rules that get you through the rest of school that they have to start learning in kindergarten. Yes. Which is like the pee-pee finger, the walk, the water like this and the water, right? Like, okay, well, I don't know a pee-pee finger. (laughs) The cross fingers for pee-peeing. I don't know this. Okay. You're one of very few people. Most people- I stay as far away from elementary as possible. And the last time I was really involved in elementary school was when I was in elementary school. Next time you're at church, ask your elementary kids what they do when they have to go to the bathroom in class. Okay. They I certainly gener- will. Generally, you raise your hand with your fingers crossed. Okay. I was running in the house yesterday because she called me over for something urgently. I was like being goofy and running. And I slipped on the rug and like basically straight tackled her. <laughs> But I was so worried I was going to hit her. Like, because I hit the coffee table, it was going to like smack her hard. And she, it, would, it was on the other side of her. So I like started to slip and tackle. And so I rolled to the side. Your oldest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she starts yelling and telling me we do not run inside. It is against the rules. You do not run. That is how people get hurt. I'm like, oh my God. Kindergarten's already created a monster. Yep. What other rules do you have to follow at home now? So far, you have to raise your head. Do you have to use the pee pee finger? No. (laughs) Which is really an unfortunate name. I don't think I meant to call it that, but we're going with the pee pee finger. Oh, God. That's so grody. No, but we cannot run inside now. Well, yeah. I mean, I can't when I tackle her, but she can ride a tricycle inside. Pretty sure that's not kindergarten approved. I don't know. But. I seem to recall. Oh, no, that was a church thing when it was like all types of wheels. Welcome. Oh, to I had that memory, too. That was so great, though. I loved it. It was so much fun. We had those Fisher Price skates and Zachary had his wet weight hole. Oh, I had a big wheel. Oh, we might have. I had. I remember the Fisher Cabbage Price Cabbage Patch skates. Big Wheels. Cabbage Patch Big Wheels. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. That was good memories. So anyway, that's what I've been up to. That and my dog got sprayed by a skunk. But I feel like that should be saved for a jort. <laughs> that is definitely a jort. We'll record I that. Told you about that? Oh, Oh. told me about that. And then your daughters told me about it separately. All right. Are you ready to talk? I am. I'm actually, I really want to sing about it. Go ahead. Start us off. Let me entertain you. Let me make you smile. That's, I think, all we're allowed to sing. So if you don't know that musical already, we are talking about not the musical. Well, we can, we'll definitely throw in some musical stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. You can't not talk about the musical because that is part and parcel of this whole thing. We were talking about Gypsy Rose Lee and, and her baby sister, June. Baby June. Whatever happened to Baby June? Oh, that's Baby Jane. Oh, well, I'm just trying to like make it. Oh, you were playing a play. Yeah. Okay. Kind of like, okay, never mind. That okay. didn't go well at all, clearly. That's my, that's my bad. Although I will say, in honor of our mother overstaying her initial stay at your house, we may have to talk a little bit about their mom too. Oh, their mom was a piece of work. 100% that we have some, int- I have, I have some very interesting tidbits that I hope you didn't have. I, well, my problem is I conflate their entire life story with the musical. Like, Which is okay it. because it does a good, like, did this happen this way or not? I think that's a great timeline for us. Good. To throw down true, oh, yeah. not true. Yeah. Well, and I will say that's a great way. Go watch. There's, you know, the movie or you could probably watch it on like broadway.com or what is the Broadway? Um, you have Broadway HD. Broadway HD. That's it. Broadway HD. Um, there's plenty. Of, I mean, you can watch the whole musical through YouTube slime tutorials, but which if you put in a musical name and then write slime tutorial, it's a bootleg copy of the mo- of the show. Or you could just go see the lovely Bette Midler playing. Still? No, the movie. She's in the movie. I thought that was Ethel Merman. Pretty sure. Well, I know she played on Broadway, but I thought they had a movie too. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. but the movie was in 1962. How are we two seconds in already having to like fact check ourselves? Gypsy musical. Rosalind Russell, I think. Let's see. Yeah, it was Rosalind Russell, Natalie Wood. Oh, it is Ethel Merman. When did, so is that Ethel Merman originated the role? um, It was a television film. Okay. Bette Miller did a television film? Bette Midler. A lot of people are very familiar with the 1993 Bette Midler version of it. Gotcha. Um, I at least was. I believe that's the only one I've seen. I've never it's seen that 93, one. It's a made-for-TV. Um, this calls it a biographical musical comedy drama. So oh, That's kind of what it is. I mean, you could, you could get that just from the name Ethel Merman if you were familiar. Well, where should I put that in Blockbuster? Um, just in the middle. Just right in the middle. Featuring Gypsy. General Works. So, zero, zero, zero. So... Um, Anyway, that's the one I was very familiar with, but you could go watch it. Great show. I mean, lovely musical. A lot uh, of songs from it people are familiar with without realizing they're familiar with it. Exactly. There are, I will say this, and I have very limited theater knowledge, but I, I can, you can tell me whether or not it's true. I believe a lot of these are like audition songs. They shouldn't be, but yes, they are. But a lot of people audition with them because of that showbiz factor in every song. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did You Gotta Get a Gimmick, which is um, three burlesque dancers. I did it with Sarah Smiley and Amanda Kahn's at International Theater Festival. Lord, nigh on 25 years ago or something ridiculous. Yeah, maybe more than that. Who knows? I remember Amanda was a freshman and we were very excited that we finally had Amanda to do this trio with. It was oh my gosh, that probably means terrible. Like a senior? Wow. Yeah, Sarah was a senior. I was, so- no, it was junior, sophomore, freshman. Because Sarah was your grade. We still had one more year to humiliate ourselves at International Thespian Festival. <laughs> oh, man. That was a lot. Okay. All right. Um, anyway, it, but just if you want some kind of like jumping off point or you find this entertaining and you want to go be entertained more. But I think it is fair to point out from the very beginning that that whole thing 
that whole musical everything was based on Gypsy Rose Lee. Gypsy Rose Lee's, who is the eldest sister. Yes. There, it's her and June. Um, it was based on her her a recount of it basically yes right. she wrote a biography loosely based on that biography but it does have the spin of being from um one sister's perspective yeah and she was she was um a burlesque dancer her mom kind of pushed her forward into the world of showbiz i think both of them actually were probably pushed by mom into the world of showbiz but um the scandal being that she was burlesque dancer and got famous. Gypsy Rose Lee got famous for that. Actually, one person that um, I saw or I read in one of the articles that I was reading said she was the very first person to be famous for being famous as well because she did like a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. So the OG influencer, perhaps. Yeah. She just was famous for being famous. But where this all started, so we do need to kind of go backwards to the beginning of where and why this all started actually their mom before they were even born had some leanings toward performance but nothing ever became of it so there is a thought that everything she became and the character that she has become through this musical is based on the fact that she was living vicariously through one then Really, it was never both. It was one than the other one of her daughters. Yeah. And June was the first one, the first daughter, the younger that she tried to live vicariously through. So like she got married to her first husband when she was a teenager. And um, I think that like she didn't have much of a chance to pursue those dreams. And that's that's like tale as old as time. The parent living through the child, especially when they had the child when they were a child. So, so she went a little went a little off the deep end and to the point where so June she kind of decided June was going to be the one based purely on her looks right she was the more traditionally attractive of the two children there were talks of even how like her body was more accepted into the norm of what would be a showbiz worthy a little blonde right um and I saw in several sources that the mom had her up on point so if you know anything about ballet and i mean you don't even have to know about ballet point shoes when people are up dancing on their toes at two years old which from an exercise physiology standpoint makes me want to vomit but also so like from a dancer standpoint you don't typically go on point your first year dancing like you don't go on but anatomically you oh, don't go on point for a very long time right yeah. right because you have you have to build the muscles and that's someone who is older than two wait and i'm also thinking my goodness like maybe she was she had to have been and there is alluded to she was very very talented she was not your traditional two-year-old but well, as an adult she was in 40 films like she was well known and well versed in this world of performance and I don't feel like she would have been cast that often in old Hollywood as a not so big name, like opposite of her sister. She was, she was not famous. She, right. she was the one that people, I don't want to say that people forgot, but she's the one that people don't know as well. And like, she's a caricature in the musical more than we know her biographical life. It's important to point out too, that we are talking about a timeline that exists in the movie but this timeline began way before movie, musical, all of that. 
In fact, the biography that it was based on wasn't even released until after their mom had passed away. Right. Intentionally, intentionally. So if this then was based on that, you know, they're all, everything that we talk about, none of it can be traced back to, okay, well, they got famous because there's this musical about them. No, that came out way after. Right. Everything that we're talking about was well before that. Also very, so like if you are interested at all in Jeanette McCurdy's autobiography that just came out, I'm glad my mom died. You should read Gypsy Rose Lee's as well. Like they're very, that mom aspect living through my child and stuff like that. I will say Gypsy Rose Lee was a little bit more kind, but that's what was expected in publication, especially from a woman at the time. And what, what's actually really funny, and I know we're jumping around a lot, but there's so many fun little facts here. So just please follow us and have fun with this with us. In the biography, yes, yeah, she was kind, but she also said some pretty not so kind things or blatant or honest things. Well, yeah. maybe honest. That's, a, that's another point. Maybe honest things. Uh, but whenever they were interviewed in public, and I think you're right. I think it has something to do with the decorum of the time. Whenever they were interviewed in public, they would never say, neither sister would ever say anything awful about their mom. In fact, and I have two clips if we could, if we're allowed to play them, I was going to ask you. I don't really know the. Do you have the transcripts? We could act them out. We are going to just not play them. Okay. Oh, I do want to say this. I was starting to write down dates of things. Turns out you cannot really do that with this story. No, you cannot. That's why it's so jumpy. (laughs) It's so annoying. You can be like 1920. So here's a crazy reason why. Up until even their death, they had no idea what their birth date was, their actual birth date. Neither June nor Gypsy Rose because their mother lied so many times for so many different reasons to the point of even she wanted to save on a train fare, but then they needed to actually be older for the audition they went to. So they'd have two birth certificates, one to get the train fare, one to get the audition. Yep. So even they didn't know exactly what year they were born, but we're looking at like early 1900s. Yeah. Early 1900s, like in the teens, we'll say between 1910 and 1920. When the peak vaudeville. Right. But when they were born a little slightly before that. So oh, they- yeah, yeah. So the the on record for baby June is 1912. Okay. Um, like okay. November 1912, I believe. So we'll say around 1912. They were born. Yeah. Both of them were born. <laughs> Sometime yeah. not too far off 1912. Uh, but yes, yeah, so baby, baby June was the original. She was going to like be their claim to fame. It's what took them to Manhattan from, was it Omaha? Do you have where they were born again? I thought it was Oklahoma, or but I'll look. I don't even know. Somewhere not Manhattan. Let's see. Vancouver, uh, British Columbia. No way. Canada? Yeah, that's where she was born. Which um, one? Little sisters, I guess? Or the mom? Well, that's where June was born. She oh, was born Ellen Evangeline Havik and Gypsy Rose Lee. Let me look her up. It was like Rose. I, I Rose wrote- Louise. Okay, good. Because I looks like I wrote Rose Louie. I was like, I'm not gonna, I don't <laughs> think her name was Rose Louie, but that's what I look like I wrote. So I remember so. that from the musical Rose Louise. Um, January 8th, 1911 is what they've discovered about her. Um, so they did, do you know this about their dad, about the whole divorce situation? 
I don't, but I do remember the whole like murder situation. Okay, so yeah, this is the crazy thing. Running through this whole thing, and this is why I'm like, we can't not talk about the mom. Oh, there yeah, are we have to. several instances of either blatant attempted homicide or heavily alluded to attempted homicide. And it all, the first one that I could find had to do with their dad, their original, their, not their original dad, their dad, Jack. Their original dad. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> who, uh, I think he was like trying to divorce her or they were in the process of getting divorced. And he brought the first allegation that he brought up about her because she was trying to accuse him of things. And he said that um, she actually like she killed a kitten that she got that he got for the girls. I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's number one. And then after this whole thing, he just disappears. Except that when they started making money of their own, he started to demand gifts and. Oh, he did reappear. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Okay. She left and her whole thing was getting famous, chasing money. The very common theme throughout this whole thing was mom would do anything for money. In fact, so I, I screenshotted it, like all these quotes. So I have to find them now, but I can find it. Here we go. This is from Gypsy Rose Lee's biography. My mother loved money more than she loved me. She had a magnificent home in New York. She was driven around in a Rolls Royce, but she wouldn't buy me a car. She loved me, but didn't feel any obligation to give me the lifestyle she gave herself. When I was 17, I begged her for money to buy things I needed at college. She wouldn't give it to me, so I ended up dropping out and joining the army. She felt it was for money, and she spent it the way she wanted. Okay, that, I believe, was not about <laughs> the mom. I apologize. That was not the right quote. All right. That so was she- actually about Gypsy Rose Lee from her son. Because gotcha. I was like, hold up. I don't ever remember <laughs> I, I didn't army. quite know the army part. I was thinking maybe she performed with the USO at some point. I don't know. Disregard. I, okay. I, I should not start at the end of that. Okay. So her mother, so, but Gypsy Rose Lee's mom also had an opulent house in New York. It wasn't New York city. It was an upper, it was in Highland mills, wherever that is. I haven't looked it up. Yes. Um, are we going to talk about the boarding house okay. now? Or are we going to talk about that later? Uh. Let's talk about it later because we need to get through the kind of childhood. Let's get, let's go yeah. through June first. Let's talk about baby June because up until the point where she ran away. So really there's not a whole lot to talk about that you haven't probably already picked up on. The mom pushed her, pushed her, made her audition for things um, she was too young for, then things she was too old for. Um, one resource called the mom, the stage mother from hell, and she could make Abby Lee Miller look nice. Which, yeah. if you know the show Dance Moms, that is quite humorous. So if you can imagine that, um, and during this time, really no attention was being paid to Gypsy Rosalie. She would like wear boy costumes and be kind of like basically a backup dancer for her sister. Uh, she was definitely second rate. In fact, do you know that her mom tried to give her away for adoption? I did not know that. This is a quote I should have read earlier. I don't know why I just threw the last quote I found in there. I'll work harder in the act, mother, I said. I'll practice every day. Honest, I will. I'll do anything, but please don't let me get adopted. I remember how mother sighed and told me to go and get my coat. I mean, it it, it was going to be like to her aunt. So still like. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like you've uh, her. The only life she has known at this point is performing based on her mother's lies. 
So like pretend you're this age or act like you're older or do this thing and go in there and audition, 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 audition. And then she gets relegated to the, basically the core behind her sister. Yeah. And then that's not even good enough. Now we're going to give you up for adoption. And like, can you imagine begging? No, no, I shouldn't. Begging to not be given away. Right. And, but June got sick of it and she ran away. She, uh, she swears and she says she ran away when she was 12 years old obviously if you did she know she was 12 (laughs) well that's the thing she doesn't even know her age right uh but if you prepubescent i was prepubescent and i ran away right but other things have kind of made allegations that wasn't the case she was older but it's she says 12 okay sure 12. she ran away with someone named buddy what is his last name um bobby i thought it was bobby Buddy or Bobby Reed. Yeah. Well, either one. He was, his name was Tulsa in the musical. So she ran away with him. That was the Nebraska thing. I'm sorry. Okay. They got married yeah. in Nebraska where she said she was 23. And I'm sorry. To, I thought, I thought that, oh, never mind. Never mind. That their performance, they got married in Nebraska, but the performance was in Topeka, Kansas. Right. No, this was, she was talking about being at the, the marriage license office. And saying she was 23. I'm like, that's a really far stretch. Why don't you just go for like 18? Yeah. So that was interesting. Have you met many 12 year olds? They would absolutely say 23. That's true. (laughs) Like, I need to act like I'm older. Like, I'm pretty sure they could have gotten married without signature at 16. Well, that's what she says. She says they, they chose a place where you could get married without a parent very young. So... I don't so think I'm 23 to lie and say she was 23, but she just went for it. It was probably like 14 or something. And, and she says, I'm 23. So this is another time when the mom Rose did something a little horrible or creepy or potentially homicidal. A lot of horrible, <laughs> not a little, <laughs> a lot, a lot you the attack yeah she physically attacked him and then pulled out a gun that she'd had on her that she had she had a concealed gun so they so they bring this guy back to topeka they find him they bring them back to topeka this guy being buddy reed bobby bobby reed slash tulsa in the musical right yeah but they bring him back and he's they like they arrest him bring him in they're both sitting there like what they'd done was legal enough i mean they stayed married but well, I think she was accusing him of like uh, kidnapping or taking her. Oh, I'm sure. But this is when he brought up the marriage license. Like, you can't arrest me. We're, ma- We're this married. Was, yeah. yeah. But then she pulls out the weapon that she had, the handgun she'd had concealed. <laughs> and if the safety hadn't been on, she would have right. shot him in the head. Insanity in front of quite a few people. Then the cops. Yeah. And then it didn't go off. So she attacked him and the cops had to intervene and pull her off of him. But were right. any charges? No. Like, no. That would be a crazy assault woman. at this point. She's just a woman. <laughs> oh, Back she's got those historionics. Oh my gosh. Calm down, lady. So the they didn't, they didn't stay married very long. Feminists could work for you is when you pull out a handgun and accidentally not shoot someone in the head. Right? Can you imagine? <laughs> Which, yeah. Okay. So that, that whole happened. And then apparently June had... Ran, fell on pretty hard times because almost immediately after she ran away, the country got launched into the Great Depression. Right. And she 
did dance marathons for a living for a while. Yeah. Which I I hadn't really thought about this whole craze in America. I think don't they have a dance marathon in the movie Grease? Our musical Grease. No, I think it's movie. just their prom. It's a it's a prom. It's just prom. There's some something They're with prom. a dance. There's some movie kind of Grease-ish that time that has a dance marathon in it. I'll hit the Google machine. Hit the Google machine. But y'all, tangent alert, but this is a worthy tangent. Dance marathons were cray, man. That was the weirdest. And apparently there's still dance marathons, but not like. Yeah, but they do at the dances time. from the 1930s. Like, well, there's the fundraiser for your My Church dance marathon. Right, right. Where it's like all Rich Mullins all the time. But then there's the like, Lindy hops, which are at least eight hours long. Well, they would do these dance marathons with people would come and watch them. Like the movies, movie theaters got mad about them because people were spending their money to go watch dance marathons instead. Uh, churches were mad because, of course, it was dancing, and some churches always be mad about that. Women were mad because uh, they thought it was unethical to be watched to hum- humiliate women. It was a huge deal. Yeah. Um, so, so the only thing that came up in the Google machine for now is, um, they shoot horses, don't they? Which is a 1969 film for which Jane Fonda was nominated for an Oscar. It's about, hang on. It's not that one because I, I've never seen that one. So no, don't even Um, hairspray. Was there a dance band for hairspray? No, they do a lot of dancing. There's a school dance. Are you, you're thinking of a musical with a dance marathon, aren't you? Or is something like that. But to the right, point if you're where- listening, specifically Kelly, if you are listening, you probably know about a musical with a dance marathon in it. Shoot me a text and I'll tell Gretchen. Yeah, it's just crazy stuff. Like someone Saturday even- Saturday Night Fever. Isn't that a dance marathon? I don't know. I haven't seen Saturday Night Okay. Mom has. Mom, if you're listening, shoot us a text. Hit us up on the Instagram. But that was 70s. This is like 20s and 30s. Yeah, yeah, but Greece is the 50s, so I'm not quite sure where your aim is. I just know there's there's definitely a dance marathon in Greece. There's definitely there's, not. No, it's I know there dance, is. It's a dance. There's a TV crew that comes in to film them. I think it's a dance marathon. And it's a it's a contest. National Dance Off at Rydell High. Not a marathon. Not a marathon. Hold on. Dance competition. Not a marathon. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, they just had mm. to be like really good. Oh, yeah, because Cha-Cha de Gregorio, right? Is that her name? Yes, Cha-Cha de Gregorio. She's awesome. Okay. Anyway, enough of the dance marathon talk. Although someone did die after dancing for 87 hours straight. They collapsed on the dance floor and died um, when this was really famous. So just so you know. Well, there's pictures out there of people at dance marathons in the 1930s. And you got to imagine, like, during the Great Depression, they're not getting a lot of food. They're, They're... overworking themselves when they can work so that they can make what little money they can. And now we're going to do a dance marathon. And it's actually like, there's some like horrifying pictures of people just like passing out while they're dancing. There's one in particular, that's like a woman trying to prop up a man who has fallen asleep because isn't it like the one who lasts the longest got the pay or am I imagining that? Yeah. It was kind of like that. They had some, they have more rules, but yes, kind of. Yikes. Anyway, that's a total aside, but dance marathons, not the healthiest way to make a living is what that boils down to. So back to old Junie June, there she is dancing. And to a point, it would have you, at least the musical would have you believe that her life was pretty 
cruddy. It was not. And we will get back to that. Yeah. I mean, she, she had a nice upswing of that pendulum. Totally. Totally. And we will get back to her, but let's talk about little gypsy Rose when she left her. So she, you're going to have to fill this one in a little bit, but while June danced, Gypsy Rose says in her biography that she took that time to focus on her education. She basically had the free time to become witty and have a personality. She wasn't focused on performing. In fact, she says in her biography, no one could collect stamps the way she did. Um, June or Gypsy? Gypsy. Well, well, Louise is. Louise. Yeah. Yeah. But Gypsy is how she is most often referred to. Every right, Gypsy Rose, Gypsy Rose Gypsy. Lee. But, but I keep saying she was Gypsy younger, she went by Louise. Is, yeah, but I keep saying Gypsy because the mom is Rose, so I don't want to even. Right. That, that can get confusing. Even in articles I was reading, I had to go back sometimes 14 paragraphs and say, wait, hold on, who is this? So I'm not really sure how accurate the musical is on how she got into burlesque dancing, but the mom just kind of shift shifted gears. I am not 100% on that either. Yeah, I don't know. I, so I'll be honest with you. I'm not a huge fan of the musical and I haven't seen it in a long time. I know that the theater that I volunteer with recently did it, but I didn't go. Oh, that's messed up. Um, it is my least favorite. Well, not it's my where, least favorite, but it's not my favorite. Well, it's where the um, gotta get a gimmick. Yeah, it's that it, part of the show. Like. Of, ends up in a situation with women who are burlesque dancers and they show her kind of, this is what we do with got to get a gimmick, which again, I performed in high school and I had really no idea what it was about. Um, but I do remember one of my friends had battery powered lights on. So that is like, you have to have a, you have to have a thing. You can't just happen into burlesque it's not like vaudeville talent doesn't get you there so this is the really interesting part to me too so remember that the musical was based on gypsy's biography and so when you see her being introduced into the world of burlesque because now there's no longer a a june someone now has to step up and be the performer because the mom is still very very actively involved here this is like the first thing that comes to light is because the weird can't make it on her own. The act won't survive without June. Right. She's not oh. a good enough singer. She's not a good enough dancer. She so can't the- do the kiddie thing. She can't do the little kid talent. She right. needs something that will match her maturity level. Even that's why I throw the education thing out there. She's not a cute little, you know, girl a little that- button. Yeah. Right. I mean, so if June is 12, she's 13. And- so, so she is still with her mom and the mom's. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's good to know that this came from her perspective because it looks like from then she kind of fell in this world of burlesque, uh, created a gimmick for herself and became famous in her own right, which kind of happened. Her gimmick ends up being this wit, right? This her ability to entertain verbally. Um, someone said one time that she it took her 15 minutes to take off a glove and they would have gladly stayed there for 15 more minutes. So she had more than just a funky headpiece or uh she was pretending to be in the military or something like that right like she had more going on well she did a lot more talking in her act than than is typical of burlesque and she even so like everything before her 
I don't want to say everything, but most notable, it was like bump and grind. So like hip, hip thrust, all kind of stuff like that and shimmy, shimmy. But she was, someone referred to it as casual. She her her burlesque style was casual and she had jokes and they, this article says that she emphasized the tease and strip tease. However, it's important to note, and this is because in the musical, it came from her perspective. It's what she wants you to think. She jumped in. The gimmick was the first thing she did, according to other outside sources and more than just her biography. She definitely was a traditional burlesque dancer when she started. Like they said, there's even more that was shown than she'll admit to. So sure. She started out, she had still had to develop the gimmick. She didn't fall into it. So she did kind of go down a traditional kind of like stripper path, which right. I mean, I'm not even burlesque dancing. This was like literal stripping. Yeah. At first as her performance art, and then it became refined, which I think with any performance art, you're not going to start perfect with any, so, with any art, with anything, right. you're not going to start perfect. You so, have but to I do think algebra it's, before you do calculus. I just think it's, it wasn't like she had some inner burlesque dancer hidden inside that all of a sudden she was like this prodigy. But first. she would have you believe that. But because, then the creepy part is she jumped into this at like 13. Right. That's right. so And creepy. I'm sure that she was on paper 18. Maybe she, right. they both said they were 23. I want to get married. I want to strip. Well, and people say that June wasn't actually 12. She was more like 16 or something when she left. She was just saying 12 because she kept having to say 12 for the act. It's a whole big thing. You don't know how old anyone is. Yeah. So it's weird it's because so at that point in their lives, they were lying. They were either, they were lying to be younger and lying to be older. So how old were you really? Right. But she became famous for being famous as, as they say, she had her own TV show. Um, he wrote a book in 1941 called the G string murders. Yes. Yeah, she was a fiction writer. Um, her son this is that quote I was going to say earlier. I'm not going to say it again. She did have a son named Eric. Oh, this is also a funny piece. So there's this thought that she was very much caught up in her own version of reality. And even um, Arthur Lawrence, who is the one who uh, directed, produced Gypsy. I'm assuming he produced it. I didn't actually look. West Side Story, all that. Really famous. Yeah. Okay. He even said Gypsy Rosalie was allergic to the truth. That's fair. There was, a, there was a lot of myth and legend. Her son, her son, Eric, said they were the fairy tales of my childhood. I heard them over and over again, and I hung on every word. So I noticed, of course, every time mother changed them. At first, I corrected her, quotes, mistakes, but she quickly put an end to that. Historical accuracy was much less important to her than a good punchline. She was, after all, an entertainer first and a writer second. Mm. So... When you pair that with basing truth off the musical, even her biography, you kind of wonder if there's not just a whole lot of fantastical stuff around this. And it's been said that, unfortunately, the truth is probably darker than even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she may have to, in all fairness, she may have blocked some of it out. True. It happens. Or not even been, I mean, who knows how much she was around all of it anyway, if she wasn't doing much, but yeah, backup dance. But she was, so, I mean, she was even on Hollywood squares. That's, that's her famous for being famous. Her and there were a couple different game shows, but her and her sister did a lot of stuff 
They did the oh same gosh. things, but not together. Um, June, though, that we said we we're going to get back to her. So we talked a little bit about everything that, you know, Gypsy Rose did. She was famous. She did a lot. And June, though, did a lot as well. She actually wrote and directed a play about her, the leaving her mother. Yeah. And it got a Tony nomination. And I think she was the first female director to get a Tony nomination. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so. So she obviously didn't win because the emphasis was put heavily on nomination, but still first female director that was also a Tony nominee is pretty, pretty cool. She has a whole theater named after her. And it's not that her and her sister were mortal enemies, like the two Hollywood sisters we talked about before. Oh, they yeah. Mortal Olivia enemies. de Havilland and right. her sister, Joan. It wasn't like that. They just didn't have the same view on like so june says i love my sister but i loathed her life they did well, she have- got out of it and gypsy took advantage of it so like that's the different steps that they took but they were especially as older adults i mean gypsy rosalie slash louise died in 1970 whereas june died in 2010 right so she spent 30 years without her sister but in the 60s and 70s they were good friends they did appearances together they hung out together um there's enough paparazzi evidence that they enjoyed each other's company well even up to when the musical came out so again gypsy rose lee wrote the biography then did whatever to sell whatever rights or however she worked that to get the musical made and at first, June was very upset with how she was. Well, she was always upset with how she was portrayed. She never liked that in the musical, but she did suck it up and go on the red carpet and supported her sister. So I think there's that to be said, right? She wasn't, it was just like two sisters who have some baggage, but are still sisters. Yeah. So more on her play, Marathon 33. Did you know that um, the original slated director? was Gower Champion. Um, David Merrick was the producer who optioned the play that she wrote on Broadway. He and Gower Champion, two men, wanted to turn it into a musical. Really? Yeah. And she said no. So interesting tidbit. Gypsy Rose Lee wanted only would give them the rights to the information if they would make it a musical because of the money making profitability from musicals at the time. That's really interesting because she was like, no, it's going to water down the story. So she wrote the play herself, directed it. Um, But like she was, she was a performer. She did. If you just look her up, I mean, she originated the role of Miss Hannigan. I didn't know that. That's amazing. I think that's just the coolest. Oh, I can see her making a good Miss Hannigan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got to channel her mom a little bit probably, but. Yeah, the, um, you'll, they'll never like quite go out and say she was more talented, but she did lend more toward the arts versus the fame around the arts, if that makes sense. So let's say everything was equal. June liked the arts for the arts and Gypsy Rose liked the arts for the fame. Or the it, money, both. The money. Well, yeah, based on my quote that was clearly from her son. Yes. <laughs> Oh, that was awkward. But she also, so like June Havoc also 
in um, the resurgence of the, so the federal theater project was in the 1930s when she was dancing marathons. She didn't quite benefit from that. Um, But then later the, what is it? The something, something, something for the arts. It's, it was a marathon for the arts. Yeah, no, (laughs) Um, that'd be funny though. It was a, um, he's from Texas. The president from Texas. What's his name? LBJ. Oh, um, what Vice President is it George Bush? No, no. Um, but so federal funding for the arts ended under Nixon and then was brought back by LBJ and she opened theaters in New Orleans even. So like some of her later directing credits are in New Orleans. That's really cool. Yeah. So she's she wanted to get the arts to everyone. Um, and I think Connecticut too, because she retired to Connecticut but was still involved in the arts and, and I like to call it Connecticut. I like Um, to pronounce that other C. Absolutely. You, you can do that. I like to say connect. I cut. Yeah. Connect. I cut. Can we talk about the mom for a minute? Here's the question of the hour. Was was she a lesbian? She apparently she was, or no, you know what? She was probably, and this is not uncommon, especially with women at the time. She was probably a who's available. She was an opportunist, a sexual opportunist. Yeah. Okay. Or bisexual or. Yeah. There's a lot of other names. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of options with her, but she kind of like everything I've. She's an opportunist in other ways. So why not? Yeah. And, and there's also, especially when you have been in not so great relationships with men in this era, female friendships would sometimes turn into like a lover situation, but maybe she, maybe her relationships with men were terrible because she was a lesbian and was super repressed. We don't know. We do know that. um, Well, at the end of the movie, first of all, if you're thinking this on the movie and right now we're doing the, what happened after the end of the movie to people. Uh, So we'll kind of wrap with the mom here at the end of the movie. It is basically alluded to that. She's nothing without her daughters, so they're gonna let her be like the marm of some house somewhere. The like marm. Send her out to the country. Mother Rose. Well, in reality, she became a madam at a brothel and boarding house for lesbians. Um, it was not specifically for lesbians. Frequented by right. Um, it was a kind it of a free for all brothel. That's the opulent house in Highland Mills. Let's just but say she this. also it, did it, own some uh, some seedy apartment in the West End of New York City, um, in Manhattan. But she let's owned just say a this. seedy apartment where where people did their business as well. If you walked into this place and you weren't a lesbian, would the DJ record scratch and everyone turn and look at you? Yes. Okay. Are we going to talk about how she murdered her lover? Okay. There's so much around this though. I deep dove it. I deep okay, dove it. Tell me, tell me because like, I really did not deep dive it. Oh, I deep dove it hard. You know, I will. If there's something like this in there, I'm going to listen to 18 YouTube videos. In fact, I didn't even finish reading the article you sent me because I was watching too many YouTube videos about this. Fair. So, <laughs> because anytime I'm like, the thing the is, article like, that I sent you is very much like, I know biographies out of me. Yeah. I just, it's, it's like her sister's a stripper and she overshadowed her. That's the article I sent you. It feels very one-sided. So I feel bad for making our listeners wait until this point to hear the good part, but this is really good. First of all, she has this place, but 
And this is the literally the only accurate date we have in this whole dang podcast. <laughs> June 1st, 1937. Genevieve Augustine, or Augustine, spelled two different ways, who was a young of art it is. student, <laughs> I know, was found dead at Gypsy Rose's summer home called Witchwood Manor. Oh, well, that's a lesbian. Uh, that, well, also, that's like a whole murder at Witchwood Manor. I feel like that's yeah. a new novel. There are a lot of speculations around it. Most people say Gypsy was not at home, but some people say she was and Genevieve like hit on her. And the mom, Mama Rose, was actually so upset by it that she killed Genevieve. Good Lord. Is is that what you heard? I want to know what you heard because I want to know what, because there's that's a essentially, lot of different things around this. That's okay. essentially what I heard. So I heard two different, I have two different versions of her upsetness though. One was that this lesbian had dared to make a pass at her daughter. And the other one was that her lover was leaving her and making a pass at someone else. So those are the okay. two options that we have there as to why was she was so upset. So if you do a little bit of like back digging, both the mom and Genevieve were in other relationships at the time. Oh, uh, really? Genevieve was someone called K Ray. And uh, K Ray. The Who mom was that? someone called Carol or something, something. Oh, like that's that. generic. And it was very generic. Oh, Carol. So officially on the record, this was uh, a suicide and it even the mom of this girl even tried to take it to court and so they did bring it in front of a jury still no one was indicted it wasn't brought forward it was ruled 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 a suicide but this is this is the weirdest part of the whole thing do tell so there was correspondence from rose to her daughter june so rose was at this it, no matter what we know that wrote not rose um yes rose the mom Rose was at this estate as well as Genevieve mm -hmm. at the time. We don't know if Gypsy was there or not. So this is from Rose to June, mom to the daughter. I didn't do a thing, Rose confided, and then went on to contradict the coroner's report that the girl was shot through the temple. She oh. took the, Yeah, she took the shotgun out of my hand, put the nozzle in her mouth. I should have probably done some trigger warnings. This isn't too bad stepped on the trigger and pow i didn't actually offer the gun don't you see i just had don't it. you see right i just had it that's all she was deceitful and and bad with your sister so this is gypsy rose trying so hard to be a hollywood star and that full girl this alludes a little bit to suicide i'm not gonna read it all um then literally she says i've never been able to stomach a poor loser i never told her she was moving in with me why would I clutter up my life with a wild tramp like that? I'm tired of getting into other people's muck-ups. And because I know what loneliness is, abandoned, ignored, told her that. I did. I said, why not just check out if you're that unhappy? And there was the gun. And, well, I think she just knew what she was doing. Oh, my so gosh. That, okay, that letter is like the older equivalent of the whole mess with the texting and the, you know what I'm talking about? The girl and the. Oh, yeah. Just do boy. it. Yeah. Like, it's just the whole, I, when I read that, I'm like, is this, so who even knows who right. even knows? So that is that though, K 
can give you a little bit of insight into the inner workings of their mother's brain. So apparently you can stay at, well, you used to be able to stay at Witchwood Manor. So when we go to all these places that we talk about, we need to put that on our list of places to stay. That's cool. There's also just another random thing to end us on. There's also like the mysterious report of a hotel manager being pushed from a hotel room window in some connection with the mom. So it's just really, it's but a it lot. was more their dad. I think like he got in an argument with dad and then mom oh, was, okay. mom was like, Oh, I don't know what happened. He just jumped out the window. Yeah. Well, somebody pushed him and I think it probably mama Rose mama mama. So yeah, there are, there's a nice sister and also some heavy, heavy mother information in this one too, but you couldn't really talk about the sisters without talking about the mom. No, you cannot. And so many famous people have played yes characters yes um give us some names give us some names okay so original broadway cast mama rose was ethel merman okay here people who have played mama rose ethel merman angela lansbury tyne daly bernadette peters patty lapone imelda staunton who is um imelda stanton i say stanton because that's the town in virginia but it's either staunton or stanton i've never heard her say her name she is um, the lady from Harry Potter who takes over the school. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. So she like she just goes from one tyrant to the next tyrant. Um, people who have played Louise. Uh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> what are we listening to? <laughs> so on Tubi, by the way, side note, T-U-B-I, Tubi. You can watch the um, 2015 revival with her in it, um, Imelda Staunton. Mm-hmm. You can watch that for free on there. Really? Mm-hmm. Their, their baby June is a little horrifying. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I've, I've seen a couple. on. They are very. Um, Emma Sutton is her name. They are also very uh, caricature. Oh, yeah. So the whole thing. Is- yeah. Which I kind of like because it drives home that idea that this is just one person's watered down perspective. Oh my gosh. Okay. Tubi might be my new favorite. I love Tubi. I use Tubi or not Tubi when I teach. The 1979 hair. Oh yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. So if you want to go watch Gypsy, go watch this one. I think I'm not even. On Tubi. Our Dainty June at the theater when we did it. What? I'm watching TV. I know you are. Okay. Can you pause it for a sec? Yes. I was trying to find like some kind of song for us to sample at the end of this podcast or at the beginning of it, but I'll do that at the end. We can do that. We'll sing it. No, we can sample like a a tiny bit. We've done it before. Yeah. We can do like three seconds. Oh, more than three seconds. I I don't think that's short. You can watch Um, it online. We can sample whatever we want. What? Hold on. Just keep going. I'm going to Google. There are many rumors and myths about music samples being within fair use for podcasting. If the use fragment is less than two seconds or three or five, it's not true. Any usage can. Inf- I wish I, I found a different version. Seconds. Let me go find another another Google. Like I said. Oh, <laughs> oh man. So Rosalind Russell and Natalie Wood were in the original movie, though. I just want to point out Natalie Wood because she that was like a big deal for her. Mm-hmm. Um, her vocals were dubbed by the woman who dubbed everybody, but it's really it's really interesting. How many people have played these people? Tammy Blanchard has played Gypsy Rose. Um, Patty Lapone and Laura Benanti. That had to have been so good. See if that one's on Tubi. 
Probably not. No, it's not. It's only this one. Okay, that's fine. We can we can watch it. But anyway, this is like iconic. We have been all over the place, but um Bye sisters. Bye sisters. Bye sisters. I don't know why I went for the weird voice. That was real weird. <laughs>